contestant. One, two. Let's get it from Studio C. Last night, men's night. Men's week. See if we can get it. Nothing can stop me. We back, yeah. What's going on, Black Avelli? Deshaun, what's good? The humble one, Thomas Jefferson. King Sean. I like it when it's dark over here. Nice and got the candlelight going. Got the mood lighting going. Oh, oh, Bobbledy, bobbledy, bob. We are back. We are back. We are back. Testing, testing, testing. So I'm coming through loud and clear on the microphone. Give me a thumbs up. Uh, it's chilly here in Atlanta, so I got the fireplace going in the in the high rise. What's going on, Chanel? With your fine, sexy ass. I know, I know, I know. It's chilly, uh, and we are back for the final day of Men's Week. What's going on, Blue Collar Henry, my friend? So I'm coming through loud and clear on the microphone. Give me a thumbs up. There we go. Um, so instead of doing a remote microphone, I just decided to plug this one in. And I had a whole audio crew come through. And we're testing. We're working on different setups. So we got four different cameras, uh, different mixer, different cabling. So we're still working through all the audio stuff. Uh, switching software, changing things up. But anyway, you know what? This is one of the. This is one of going to be one of the starting scenes as we transition over to the next side. Uh, Cause let's get into it. Let's get right on into it. I'm, I'm ready to go. Let's get right into it. Normally over there I would do a monologue, um, but you know we're already a little bit behind, so it's like let's just get into this broadcast. Uh, fragrance of the candle of the day, none other than Bay from Dip Tea. And fragrance started out with two exclusives. All these are going to be hard to get. These are two exclusives. Uh, Paris exclusive from Le Labo, Van- uh, Vanel 44, and Moscow exclusive Benjoin 19. But the evening fragrance is the Russian oligarch fragrance. Diagolev. This fragrance right here is bottom line. It is just, this just smells like a classy, sophisticated man. Let's get into it. All right. Get the likes up, people. Because um, I want, we talked about, I'm oh, sorry. You like the spinning things going on over here? I got all three of them. <laughs> all right. Now, here's the thing. I've talked about the different phases of life, the different phases of life, the Esquire phase, the 18 to 29, 
And then we talked about the lion and tiger phase. We talked about the lion and the tiger phase, right? Big Shirley. Big Shirley. We talked about the lion and tiger phase. Um, hold on. Let's play that one. We talked about the lion and the tiger phase. And like I said, guys, understand, one of the most important things you're going to have to do is learn how to handle the women you're going to choose to have in your life. Sometimes you're going to have to de decide to give one of them walking papers. Hold on. Luke Allen Henry came through with the $50. Shout out to Najee, 999. Baby mamas, do y'all realize the difference between y'all's big shell and <laughs> y'all in there tripping? Ben Richardson came through. What's going on? Star Child came in with 499. Appreciate Kyle. What's going on? Thomas Jefferson, I already shouted you out. Shout out to Joshua. Shout out to Garden CEO. Protect Kevin at all costs. Appreciate it, my friend. Shout out to Darren Hardy. Came through with the 99. He came through with the hundo. Oh, so thank you, my friend. Keep up the good work, Godfather. Appreciate it, my friend. So um, let's fix that because that should have been a bomb right there. So uh, guys, understand something. When you get into the next phase of life, you know, uh, whether you're going to go down the GQ path, the lion path, here's your, here's your bomb, my friend. Whether you're going to go down the lion path, the GQ path, or you're going to go down the bachelor path, the tiger path, either one, you know, just as long as you can take care of what you got to do, that's all that really matters. The most important thing, though, is to understand that between 30 and 40 is where separation really starts between men. The great separation, as I call it, between 30 and 40 is where it really begins. And at age 40 is when all that hard work pays off. At age 40, this is when the men are officially in power. At age 40, the men are officially in power and the women are starting to whine. Shout out Detroit Red. Shout out Lou Kaisley. We'd love to hear your thoughts on perfumes for elegant and sophisticated women. I'll make a video just for you, Lou Kaisley. I'll make you your own video. Moderators, remind somebody send me an email, the info at mykevinsamuels.com. In the subject line, type Lou Kaisley's elegant and sophisticated perfume list for ladies. In the, in the subject line, Lou Kaisley perfume list. And in the, in the body, elegant and sophisticated fragrances. Got you covered, Lou Kaisley. I need to get that one, that, that light over there on a timer. So I like to have dual lighting. So anywho, age 20. Oh, keep up the great work, Newt. Appreciate it, my friend. Shout out to Don. JJ came through, said, thank you for your guidance, my friend. Thank you. Abraham came through with $10. So yeah, we got that going over here. So. This over here is super chats and things like that. So I can keep that kind of going over there. 
All right. At age 40, though, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, age 40 is where the game changes. Shout out to Game Changer. <laughs> at age 40, you have put in your 20 years. You have done the work of getting your body right. You've done the work of networking, failing, trying better, failing again. And now you've, developed, you've gone into the second phase of life. You should have been promoted two or three, at least three times by 40. By 40, you should have been promoted at least three times. And sometimes you may have to move companies to, to move up. You should have moved up at least three times. This is when you should be at the director phase of life, the regional manager, um, vice president. You are ready to win. This is the phase of life to where you take no prisoners. And this is the phase of life where God's got to become more and more aware because this is the phase of life where... I'm a PhD. Lose. They can no longer ride on the fact that black don't crack and they still look like they're hot enough to get in the club. I know so many women who are 35 plus who when you look at their bodies, they are beautiful, but you touch them, and they're soft. They work out, but it's not firm. It's not tight like it used to be. Because gravity and time is the same on all of us. And why is this important? Because you need to understand at age 40, your mindset needs to remember at age 20 how you had to eat shit. Because so many women will be coming along uh, your way who had nothing for you back in the day when you were beta. Yeah, back in the day when he had nothing for you and they hitting you with the hey big head. Hey, big head. And you're like, don't diss them. Don't be mean to them. Hell, talk to them. Pick their brain. Work with them if possible. And if you won't, dust a few of them off. But by no means do you get involved with them. Shout out to Minister Jap. He has a phrase that I'm going to take. He says, you're too old to mold. There used to be a brother running around the Manosphere, um, on the Manosphere Street talking about um, he doesn't deal with women over 25. I think that's a bit young. But the, but the general sentiment is if you are a woman and you are cute, pretty, beautiful, and or gorgeous, that's six, eight, nine, and or 10, and you have never been married, There's something wrong with her. 100% of the time, there is something wrong with her. She might be feminine. She is likely beautiful. She may say all the right things, but in in the but somewhere there is a flaw in her mindset. And those are the women who are going to start coming out of the woodwork. These are the women who I talk to with the most to try, because they're really trying to understand, how do I correct this behavior? I didn't hear this information growing up. I didn't see it growing up. But look, I have mismanaged my prime years, and I'm trying to, re I'm trying to salvage it. The they're freezing eggs. They're taking all kinds of tests. And here's the thing. I don't begrudge them 
any of this stuff except one problem. Except one problem. They're dating in their late 30s like they're in their 20s. <laughs> and you can't do that. And see, so many guys in their late 30s, you know, when we're hitting the time where it's time to start winning, guys are like, you know what? Well, you know what? It's time for me to go ahead and decide to settle down. But you don't settle down with these women, gentlemen. You don't settle down with these women. Why don't you settle down with these women? Because they'll ruin you. They'll ruin you because their, 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 their software, their mindset is what you're going to deal with. Remember, you don't deal with a woman's, uh, what comes out of her mouth, you deal with her actions. And her mindset will tell you everything you need to know. Her mindset is modern woman. I don't care what they say. Her mindset is modern woman. And a lot of women get mad at me for saying that. Because a lot of women think that they are traditional women. But no, they're not. They're not traditional women. Because there's no way you could got to be a traditional woman uh, and you're still single in your, into your 30s. None. No way. No way you could have been a traditional woman and got to, to be single. Especially if you have the cute, pretty, beautiful, and or gorgeous. Because guess, they've had they've had men come by. They've had suitable men come by. They've had long, they've had relationships. Many have been engaged. But you know how many women that you'll find at this age who, if they're honest with you, they'll tell you, I've had opportunities, but it's always something. You know what it tends to be? It's that job. It's anything. It's it's not being able to follow men. So why are men winning at this area area of life? Because you are nothing but a dirty, stinking, low down hyena. Because there are a lot of women that got the hyena mindset. They got the hyena mindset at this time at phase of life. And the most important thing you can do is understand that. That's who they are. Don't get mad at them. Just avoid them. Because there is nothing you can do with a hyena. <laughs> That's what it sounds like when uh, uh, here in Atlanta or around the country where I hear a bunch of these women, three or four to a group, out here doing their girls' night or whatever, whatever it is, whatever that. <laughs> that's what you hear a bunch of hyenas and then they get mad at you because you come in there doing this you come in there roaring like a lion they're like ooh look at him girl he look like he's CIA shoot he even look like he's a bag uh huh yep and then they got the nerve to be looking at you like a whole snack. They're looking at you like a whole snack. Uh, and then you roll over. And, but, but then here's the funny thing. You know what the funny thing about all this is, guys? They're looking at you like, um, like you still back on the college campus, right? And what, what do you see? 
What do you see when you see these women? And they're looking at you like, hey, how you doing? Hey, big head. And then they roll up to you and you're like, uh, I, I can't get with you. And then if you have, and they ask you or your opinion about something, then out of your mouth comes traditional man, masculinity, manhood, hierarchies, gender roles, all that kind of stuff. Then the next thing you know, you out, you spot, you spot the undercover Shirley and you call it out. Hey, Shirley. And what do you hear? Shirley, you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Shirley, you can't be serious. And she's like, I am serious. Don't call me Shirley. Let me get this right. You are five foot four, 170 pounds, $200,000 in student loan debt. You want to have 30, you 39 years old. You want to have three kids and you don't have to work to pay significant bills after you're pregnant with the first child. And you don't want to have to be, you don't want to have to work or be responsible for more than 10% of the family bills. Yet you want to travel, you want to open your own business, a daycare, a spa, everything else. You can't be serious, Shirley. Shirley, you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I know. And then they get, and then when you actually say, well, um, how, how is, how, how is that supposed to work? Uh, guy gonna figure it out. And then, you, and then here's the funny thing. Guys like run into these women uh, at 40 years old and they start asking slick ways. So what do you, what do you, do you, are you on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube? Yeah. You ever watch any, what you ever watch any relationship or dating content? Yeah. You ever watch Kevin Samuels? This is a certified hood classic. All you want to do to piss women off is ask them if they watch my content. Holy shit. shit, shit. That's what, the, that's what her eyes do. They're like, Holy shit. This watches Kevin Samuels. I gotta go. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thing. That's what she that's what they do. Gentlemen, I have become your best line of defense. You want to screen a woman? All you have to do is say. Oh, what kind of content do you watch online? And if she says she does, if she says she does not watch me, go ahead and leave. Holy shit! Look at that rabid hyena just ripping this guy's nuts off. <laughs> if she doesn't watch my content, guys, what do you what do you think that means? If she doesn't watch my content, or if she does watch my content and she has a problem with it, what do you think that means? Hmm. What do you guys think that means? That means she's already pre-screened to not be one for you. Yeah. Yeah. She's already pre-screened to not be one for you. So your godfather is out here doing work even when I'm not working. Do you watch Kevin Samuels content? Holy shit. 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 Then you watch her talking to some beta, some beta boy over there, and you be like, "Holy shit! Look at that rabid hyena just ripping this guy's nuts off." And you just, when you're walking out, like, "God, I survived. I made it to 40. I got no kids. She's over there freezing eggs, and they're telling you it's all the men's fault. Uh huh. It's your fault. You hate your mama. You're 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 undercover gay. Your mama black." Gentlemen, 
At 40 is when you start to live. And at 40... And look at you. You're average at best. At 40, that's about as good as they can expect. Because every decade, they lose a point. I want you to imagine a woman who's a straight-up, solid nine. A unadulterated nine in college. When she reaches... When she reaches uh, age... 30, she automatically drops to an 8. She drops to an 8 just by default. She drops to an 8 by default. And you know what happens? You go up. Men, we go up. Ladies go down. So you go to you go up and she goes down. Then at 40, the woman who was a 9 now is an adjustable 6 at best. But are they dating that way? No, they're dating as if their value has gone up with their age, their debt, their weight, and their income in some cases. And what you do, gentlemen, is you just avoid these women. Guys, at age 40, you write a list of your absolute deal breakers, your non-negotiables. And it is my per, it's my personal opinion, especially in your personal life, don't have women in your life that are not feeding your ego, who don't respect you on your terms. See, a lot of women, there's a, disrespect is not calling somebody their name. I said this when I was watching the Peep Network and they were talking about some stuff that uh, Kay does all the time. Kay is mad disrespectful. But she doesn't think she is because calling somebody out of their name is a form of disrespect. But knowing, doing something people disapprove of and you knowingly know they disapprove of it and you can choose to not do it is being provocative, which is being disrespectful. See, guys, we spend so much time in our, and especially in black community, we spend so much time debating and arguing with our women. We're just used to it. And we have to be the ones that stop. We have to be the ones to stop engaging women in the bullshit. Remember, I, I, remember the whole uh, OnlyFans subway thing? Or, or the whole, uh, what was that thing when I did with... Uh, um, the three chicks at one, you don't engage. It's not a debate. You're looking for women who are serious women who are not just wanting to travel, have fun, this and such and so forth. So at 40, you are at the, you are at, life begins for a man at 40. It's the best part of life. You still get the benefit of being a young enough man but you are wise enough to get shit done. You got some gray hairs and you know that you don't have to rush. It's good for a man who's done the right things. But if you haven't done the right things by 40, um, gentlemen, I suggest you get, I mean, if you're not putting in the 60 hours, because this is, this is, this is where it shows up. Many of you guys are football fans. 
and you know the fourth quarter is where the work uh, where the work in the gym shows up the road work the conditioning at 40 is where all this shows up at 40 is where you start making distance between people at 40 is what starts separating the uh, separating the men from the boys as it were now are you in a position to take advantage of that Are you in a position to take advantage of your 40s? And that's the real question. A lot of guys aren't in a position to take advantage of their 40s. So what you need to do is look and say, do I have my wolf pack? Am I, fit, am I an athlete for life? Am I putting in my 60 hours? Am I doing all the stuff? Do I have, uh, do I have my network together? Do I have my masculine image together? And this is one area where most men fail. Many men have all the stuff on their career, everything else, but you're still dressing like you dressed in college. Sorry, gentlemen, it won't work. Take off the damn uh, graphic T-shirt, Jordans, jeans, and fitteds. Absolutely unacceptable. I saw somebody saying, uh, white boys can grow their hair out and grow hair long, da, 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 but black men got to cut their hair. That's bullshit. Shut the fuck up. When our ethnic image tops in, we can start making rules. Until then, shut up. Stop being such a rebel. And play the game. See, as an image consultant, you don't come pay me to help you reconstruct your image just to do the same shit you did before. We dress, you dress for outcomes as a grown damn man. Now, on my channel, when I was becoming an image consultant, you can watch me try every style personality. I went through times where I had plaids, colors, different textures, different patterns, uh, different accessories. You know, um, and I sat down with my own image consultant after I learned the business. I'm like, okay, what is my style? Now you guys see, I have it down. But I left all of that up so you can see where the evolution came from. Go back over my channel and you can see a guy like you that just decided to do the work. Esquire GQ Bachelor. Okay. But what is your masculine archetype? Refined. That's somebody kind of like myself. The rogue or the rake, I've already described these. You can be a refined tiger, a rakish tiger, a rogue tiger. You can be a refined lion, a rakish lion, or a rogue lion. We don't deal with the hyena mindset male over here. Just like we don't entertain hyena mindset or mule mindset women. What we do with women like that is we avoid them. The only way we don't avoid them is if we can profit from it. The only reason we don't avoid women like that is if we can profit from that, the association. Meaning, when I finish men's week and I talk about the attorney, the realtor, this, the that, the averagers, the, the, the averagers, I profit from the association from a lot of different things because I can better speak to it. 
But my ultimate goal is to make sure that you as a man, as you as a man understand that so many of you young guys want to get it all done in your 20s. You're not looking to realize about 40 is when it starts. At 40, you start living. At 40 is when you can decide to go, if you're that tiger, have your, uh, go get your Harley. Do whatever. And I'm going to tell you, as an aside, if you're not in the top 10% of men, I would not consider, I wouldn't even contemplate, especially in the black community, I wouldn't contemplate marriage. If you're not at 40 in the top 10%, I wouldn't contemplate marriage until you are firmly in that because no matter what women say, they want you to be able to pay all the bills. And I'm going to talk to the women about the great resignation. Look, the great resignation is here to stay. And I'm going to talk to black women in particular about this all next week. There's so many black women who are going to be left working for corporate America while every, while most other women are working from home. The reason so many black women cannot take advantage of the great resignation is because you are chronically unmarried. I'm going to bring in stuff from the minority mindset, Jocelyn Singh, some other things, talking about the great resignation, talking about how companies are, st- companies are starting to go back to women to renegotiate, and y'all's dumbasses are taking the packages. You know how many women I know of who are working long, crazy hours, getting underpaid? The company came back and offered them $5,000 extra, and now they are going back and doing I'm like, they could have gave you that money a long time ago. The great resignation on top of inflation, most of you ladies, if you, if, you, if you could get along with a man, you would be set. More on that to come. The great resignation. But, gentlemen, if you're not in the top 10%, 15%, 75000 or more. Maybe you don't live in a big city. Maybe you live in Tulsa. Okay, Tulsa. If you're living in a Oklahoma City, Tulsa, Austin, something where the cost of living is below the national average, the top 15% will do. But if you're in the top 15% and you don't want to get married, gentlemen, get you a cereal, get a steady, have somebody to hang out with. I did the video on pay to play and all that stuff. I know more men who have girl a girlfriend for the summer, spring, summer, winter, fall. I got a cold weather girlfriend. I got a warm weather girlfriend. I'm not talking about running a rotation per se, because I'm talking about all your, all your relationships with women need to above, to be above board and to be need to be clear up front. Because you don't want to try to be a fuckboy or a player or a stupid N-word in this time. Because you'll mess up your reputation trying to do stuff for slick or for free that you could do as a grown damn man. Don't do it that way, guys. Don't do it that way. Be up front. Pay the price instead of trying to get it off the lip and then find yourself with a crazy ex-girl, a crazy girlfriend, blowing up your social media, stalking you online, writing all kind of reviews. 
Again, how you handle women is going to determine a lot. And at 40, you need to have women in your life for recreation. Yeah, going out to eat is cool, but I love to be sitting across from a beautiful woman in a nice restaurant. I like women's company. Women are great insights. I tell you, this year, you'll never see my private life. I'm not gonna put I don't I'm not gonna put my private life. But I think a lot of men are going to get into into relationship this year with women who that who will follow them. Gentlemen, I'm only talking about getting into relationship with women who openly declare that they're going to follow you and their actions show it. I'm not talking about modern women. I'm talking about women who are an asset. A woman should add no stress, not shouldn't really bring any stress. And far too many of us spend our time trying to manage unmanageable women. Leave them. Leave them. Like I said, judge a woman by her actions, not by her looks. So you're at 40 years old. If you go down the, 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 the if you're already going down the, the, the husband family, that's one thing. This is when you start getting extremely active in your community, knowing your mayor, your, con your council person, charitable work. This is when you become the Rotary Club, all that stuff. You need to become a man about, you need to become a fixture. Everybody needs to know you. Go meet the local uh, police chief. Go meet, you know, if you live in a subdivision, go down to the local subdivision office and shake the, shake the captain's hand. So when the new corporal pulls you over or whatever, you can start name dropping. You want to name drop like a motherfucker in this stage. But if you're a tiger, get that passport out, brother. Get that passport out and start working remotely if you can. This is the phase of life when you want to start leaving corporate America. You put in your time. You can only go so far in an organization. And you need to really get, this is when you sit down with somebody like myself and get a real fair assessment. Where am I at in my career? What's the next phase? 70 to 90% of you are going to be capped out by 40, 45. 40 or 45. It means you won't, if you reach, you're at the director level, the chances of moving to VP are infinitesimally small. It'll be better to go start your own consultancy. This is when you leave corporate America, start your own business, and determine your own quality of life. This is when you, this is where you downsize, especially if you're not a family man. Sophisticated, listen to what I'm about to say, okay? sophisticated minimalism. I'm a minimalist, but it's sophisticated. You buy the best quality. I don't want you to be a minimalist in a cheap sense. No, 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 no. Sophisticated minimalism. You don't walk around in cheap ass shoes and I'm going to put my extra money in the stock market. Motherfucker, buy real shoes. If you're making $100,000 a year and you putting a $100 pair of shoes on your feet, Where we at? No. A, a man only needs a, a, a handful of shoes. 
Put quality on your feet. Go back to the video I did. Things your dad should have taught you. Quality products. Because how you maintain yourself from here going forward will improve your quality of life and it will send a signal to other people. All right, let me open up the uh, open up the call line. I'll start answering questions from men on this subject because again, this is the part of life where you really should start winning. And if you're not winning, and the guys who are not winning is because what? How do you get to this part of life and you're not winning? Well, you decided to have a bunch of babies out of wedlock. You ended up on child support. You didn't. You. You didn't. You 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 mismanaged your 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 seed. You didn't work hard enough. You didn't take enough chances, okay? And, you know, maybe you got to wait till 45. You know? That's the point. I had the tiger. You got to, you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to start at 45. But you damn sure want to make sure 45 is the latest you want to get started. Because by 50, especially as a black man, you want to be in your groove, well in your groove, Well in your groove. Well in your groove. So let me do this as I bring that over here. So, uh, all right. So, shout out to, uh, oh, lovely lady's been a member for 12 months. Appreciate it. Shout out to David X. Shout out to Shadow Dancer. Prosper, hey, how you doing, my friend? Shout out to Big, Big Nut, Shawtown, RB Styles. Who is that? Shout out to Norbell, uh, QT. Okay, Joshua says appreciate the content. Blancavelli came through with the love offering. What's going on, my friend? How are you? All right. Shout out to Agent XO. Keep up the good work, Godfather. Completely changed my life and helped me get a better. Grasp on things. Appreciate it, my friend. Shout out to, uh, uh, can't see that name, Mr. Junior. Shout out to uh, Justin. I had this experience, Kevin. She was 34, lied, and I was 28. Uh-huh. Eight ruined chances because uh, she was a problem. You bounce. Good, you bounce. Enjoy the content. All right. Shout out to uh, Mr. Walla. Hit the super chat, man. Y'all, y'all go ahead and hit that super chat. Shout out to Will came through with the hundo. Kevin, I gained fifty pounds. My girlfriend gained fifty pounds. She was thick before, but now she's getting hard to look and to be with. I love her. Been with her for three years. I don't know what to do. Am I wrong for wanting to leave her? Uh, you have. You need to talk to her. You need to talk to her and tell her. You need to sit her down. Oh, shit. Oh, Eric Gallishaw came through. Wow. Getting past investing in your future. Appreciate it. Look here, man. Okay. Ladies are mind readers, gentlemen. If you love your woman, treat her like you love her. Take her somewhere. Okay. You take her somewhere. 
and then you talk to her and you say, look here, look here. And you tell her how you feel. And, and, and you're, you're clear. I, 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 I care about you. I love you. I want to be with you. But um, this is this is this is really weighing on me. <laughs> no pun intended, because you don't want to just drop her. But she needs to know that you that you are that it matters. And see, the thing is, we, we lie to our women to keep the peace. I mean, how to get to 50 pounds? I mean, that's when my question is going, how to get to 50 pounds? When it got to, uh, you know, 10 pounds, you should have been saying something. When it got to 10 pounds, you should have been saying something. So that's what I'm going to say. When it got to 10 pounds, but you need to talk to her and have her understand that this is unacceptable. And here's what I'm going to need you to do. Now, boom, we got a Eric Gallishaw as the stream sponsor. I'm going to pin that right there. Look, she needs to understand that this is important to you. And you need to give her why it's important to you. And, you, and I'm assuming she has a she can afford to uh, hire a trainer or get into work. I mean, and if you've been with her for three years, you need to give her a time frame too. But here's the real question. Here's the real question. After you sit down and talk to her and tell her how important it is to you and all of these things like that, right? And she decides to do nothing. What are you going to do? What if she says, I hear you, I love you, but it's too hard. And see, at that point, you got a choice to make. At that point, you got a choice to make. Uh, can I clarify the yearly earnings that makes a man high value? It's $120,000. So it's probably $10,000 a month. Dallas, Houston, Austin, San Antonio dollars. So, and that number has been with us since the eighties. Honestly, if we're really, if we're really being honest though, that number should have changed with inflation over the last 20 years. But if, but, but that will put the number to uh, unri- ridiculously high. But keep my foot on your neck, Kaz. Let me go ahead and open this, open this up. Okay, so well, the money, the money is one thing, right? But see, here's the thing: what makes a man high value is his network and his approval from other men. Because here's the thing: m- making money is a social activity. One thing that, as a man, let me talk about jealousy and envy. In your Esquire phase, you're all starting out pretty much the same. You have your friends you have from high school. You had your friends you have from college, right? Y'all all down bad. Y'all all working together. Y'all, y'all, y'all going in on a bottle of uh, Bacardi. Y'all split everything. Y'all getting the Domino's pizza specials, you know. And, and, and the funny thing is the camaraderie when you're poor with somebody is amazing, 
But then something happens. There starts to be separation. And one guy starts off and he starts doing better than the other guy. So around 30, and this happened to me, you start to become successful, more successful than your friends. And then the jealousy comes in. They start pocket watching, watching what you purchase, looking at stuff, start making comments, start, it's, it's Cain and Abel. And when you see that start to happen, gentlemen, cut bait. Don't wait to get caned, cut bait. I'm telling you, it's lonely. A high value man, it is lonely because you, you got to be careful. Women aren't like that with money and success as much as men are. Men, so when you're poor down here, but when you start increasing your money, power, status, and influence, there's a chapter in, there's a book, there's a chapter in 48 Laws of Power talking about be careful or be wary of friends and use the enemies. And it talked about people who tried to bring their friends along and their friends ended up step, being the one that stabbed them in the back. You're going to have to make new friends to match your new position. And this is the thing the black men have a real problem with success guilt. You want to be move out of the hood. If you want to open a, a you want to open to something, do some philanthropic work, but don't you de like Nipsey Hussle trying to stay around you. Move, and you keep on moving because jealousy and envy attach with success for men. And the more you get power, money, influence, and status the more you're going to get jealousy, envy, hate, and it can be deadly. This is why as you have your network protects you, this is why you avoid beefs and conflicts and all that kind of stuff because you already have enough stuff to worry about from people who don't believe you should have what you have they don't think you're worth it. They don't think you deserve it. They try to remind you who you used to be and all these other things. Jesus Christ could had to leave Nazareth because they would not accept him. That was just David's son. You're not better than him. I've talked to people on YouTube. I'm like, you know, um, as success grows up, your network needs to change as well. You have to build walls around yourself because there's nothing you can give somebody that will make them you can never stop. Look, read the 48 Laws of Power. MC Hammer tried to do it. Went bankrupt trying to trying to put everybody on. And when he when he was down bad, nobody there for him. Uh and that's a hard one for a lot of guys to understand because 
They want to keep their friends from high school and college. Hello? I'm well. How old are you? 23? Hello? What's your yeah, what's your question? Um, so my question is, um, I, would, I want to know essentially if, yeah, so I just wanted a, a bit of like um, advice. First off, I'm having a hard time hearing you on your microphone. Please get closer. Is this any better? Go ahead. What is your question? Um, so my question is essentially, um, over the next you know year, I hope to leave my corporate job completely. And I just wanted to know if I'm being delusional, essentially, because um, the position that I'm in now, I'm, um, I should be able to leave my job in the next year. But, you know, I'm a data scientist, at by 23? the way. And, uh, at yeah, I kind of just want to leave the rat race as soon as possible. But I want oh, to know, no, essentially. No, 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 no. Wait, hold on. I don't know why I, I cannot hear you. Take off your Bluetooth. Okay. What? Yeah. Twenty three. What is your What is your industry? I'm in data science. Say again. Data science. Did anybody hear what he's saying? Is it not audible? Your in, Your audio sucks. I don't know your industry. Data science. Data. You're 23. You just learned how to piss straight, and you want to get out of the rat race. Let me slap the shit out of you. You don't need to leave until you're 30. You don't know nothing. And anybody who has any sense in the marketplace who can hire somebody, they're either going to try to get you to work for free or cheap, or they don't know any better to hire somebody. You young guys think because you have smartphones and the internet that y'all are smarter than you really are. You just have more access to fuck yourself up. Slow win the race. You jump out there at 23. You went to the best school. You know, you know everything you could know, but you have no wisdom. The market is going to take, say, why should I pay you good money? You need to put in the 10,000 hours before you leave. And I said that to all you guys, because so many young guys think you want to become entrepreneurs at 24. Unmute yourself, Christian. What's going on? How old are you? I'm 28. Uh, What's your question? So my question more so pertains to, to what you're talking about, uh, specifically with uh, the higher that you climb, the harder it is to keep brothers together, or the harder it is to, to hold friendships, right, from a uh, productive networking perspective. I started a company, I, I work in Silicon Valley. Yeah, my, doing... my, my, my question more so pertains to if, if it's harder for black men in general um, to excel with the corporate ladder, and then leaving out into the entrepreneurial space at 30, as you say, how do, how do you find the ability to do such if, if the network is smaller and smaller? 
right? Because it, it seems okay, like the, all right, the, all right, all right. You you combine many things. Okay. So, what? being being young, right? I'm I'm I've I've gone through. Uh, I'm I'm just under a director level, uh -huh. um, and I I want to leave the space that I'm in and move into uh, my company. I own a company that I can't work on because I I work in Silicon Valley. So I'm I'm dealing with this duality of trying to take care of responsibilities growing and coming of age, but then also knowing that I have an opportunity to continue to climb, right? But climbing with the- I don't it, understand I the, the question. question, man. You yeah. guys, what the Sorry fuck? The, the, question, the question more so pertains to the fact that as I climb, I feel like I have less resources that I can trust. So the fear of- You climb of what? The corporate ladder? Not, well, if, if you're talking about climbing until you're 30 and then branching oh, out, it's the shit. branching out. Are you? Okay. It's the branching out. Breathe, branching breathe, out breathe, breathe, breathe. Please, please. Okay. Do not give me all these words. Make it simple. You guys talk like women. <laughs> so trying, trying to climb. Climb, climb what? Uh, the, the, if you, you call it a corporate ladder, making, making more money, that's the way to put it, right? Wanting to make more money, knowing that there's a ceiling and trying to break through that ceiling with a network. Ceiling where? In corporate America? Yes. Okay. Trying to climb the ladder in corporate America. See how simple that was? You need to think, I need to, trying to climb the ladder in corporate America, then what? Wanting to branch out, hitting hitting that point branch of branch out where to be an entrepreneur and, and and run a company. That's that's a different tree, right? You're, you're, you're corporate America. About branching no, out. you're either in corporate America or you leave and start your own business. There. Those are two different fucking trees. The the confidence to 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 swing across to the other tree. How do you gain? Grab that? your fucking balls. With with the lack of a network, that net, I understand. Who that. gives that's, a that's fuck? Real. Be a man. That's real. That's real. Respect. Okay. Appreciate that. I mean, it's like yeah, I want somebody to give you here's some confidence. Go to the confidence store and buy it. Keep your ass on the plantation then. I love it. Okay. But no, but here's the problem. And the reason I'm being so direct is because you came in talking about black men and this and that. Da, 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 and I'm like. Dude, you can't even form a coherent sentence. Okay. How are you going to do anything if you can't be direct-minded? Understandable. Have you been promoted in your job? Uh, a few times, yes. What's your level now? Uh, right now, I'm the senior mechatronics lead for a... What's your, uh, what's your level now? A senior mechatronics lead. I'm, I'm the lead of a... Do a, you have a, any direct report employees? Yes, two. Have you hired anyone from the from the job market? Yes. You did you conduct the interviews? Yes, I've I had to go through two months of interviews just last week or just last month. And you month conduct you interviewed people for two months. Yes, for for the role that I I need assistance with, and and we found somebody just last week. We just went did through you, onboarding. Did you have singular hiring authority? I I created the JD the job description. And went through the, the answer preliminary. Is yes. 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 Oh, Sorry. Fucking no. Yes. 
You had singular hiring authority for a job description that you created. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Are we sure? I, I, I work under a director, but he's under me. So yes, I had hiring authority, but I, I mean, I, I'm in charge of his hours. Yes. Try, trying to keep it short and sweet to, to be productive. What I'm trying to understand, guys, is if, where the, if this guy has actual leadership or just a bullshit title. Because the bullshit titles run throughout corporate America. People call themselves directors and this and that. But a director has more than it's two. A, it's a startup. It's, it's a company me. with... I'm talking to the audience. My apologies. A director has more than two fucking employees. That's why I get tired of you, you guys putting all this stupid shit on your resume. I'm the CEO of, of my company and you got one employee. Director. See, that's my point. And what I'm ultimately saying is when I talk to a director, I know I'm talking to a director. You don't branch out into what? You don't have any, you've never led anything. You've hired, yes, I'm not, two, I'm not you've hired two employees. Yep. And this, yep. Can you, you first off, you came in saying, what's up? Can you approach, uh, speak to me in a more formal way, director? Yes, sir. Not a problem. My apologies. I can't to a This is what I mean. 28 years old. You're trying to do too much. You're not really a director. You got a director title at a startup. What would you be in a multi in a in a global in an ATT sized organization? A manager. Not a director. I'm I'm not a director. I'm a, I'm a manager. I don't even know if you'd be a manager at 28. Okay. I think you'd still be. I think you'd still be in a, a producer. A producer. Yes. A, of of work. Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm understanding it. A producer meaning you've been out of school for how long? Uh, seven years. Yeah. One to three years, junior level. Uh, year four to six, senior level. You might just be touching management, entry level. But see, when you work in these small companies, they put these titles on you and you, and then you go, and it, but, the, but the marketplace is still the same. They expect when they see director to hear director stuff. So there is no, your issue is first, your title doesn't match what director really means. Okay. Your communication is nowhere near as confident. You're talking about confident. Directors and confidence you have to be confident for to be a director. So see, it's paradoxical. The confidence to go start your own thing. Companies usually have to fight to keep their people in because these people got the balls to go leave and they usually take part of the company with them. Resources. And cut that shit off your head. Go ahead. Uh, hello. Hello, Mr. Samuels. How are you? Try. Woosa. Hey, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. Is yourself? Good. How old are you? 28. I'm going to be 29 in March. All right. What's your question? Uh, my question is uh, just direct, forward, and simple. Uh, I, I, <clears throat> excuse me. So I, as an average man, uh, 
can an average man achieve the dime method discipline integrity morals and ethics yes okay you can be an average discipline moral you can be a you could be a monk and have that a monk okay that's just that's just core being a a man of a principle but you know it, it takes on it takes on added importance when a man has magnified influence having being a being having the discipline integrity morals and ethics if you are uh let's say if you're a mountain man you're a loner well you you're not really you, you you're self-contained right right but if you're leading a, a church mm. or you're leading uh thousands of employees or hundreds of people okay. you're a teacher it takes some when you're dealing with people it's the, it's your prince the basic principle but all men need principle all men need a code got it i got it crystal clear all right thank you brandy my friend hello Hey Kevin, how's it going? I'm good. How old are you? I'm uh 32. Right. What, what can I? What's your question? So uh, I'm working my way up the corporate ladder, so to speak, okay. and uh, happen to find a woman that uh, I think is high value or has a potential to be high value, and she could also help me with uh, building my dream. So uh, as you know, like trying to court a woman, you know, especially long distance, could be a bit expensive and you know, you have to put up, you know, some time and effort to it. So what would you recommend uh, to other fellas like me on the way up in terms of trying to decide in that sort of situation? Okay. You say you're on the, something about high value. You found a woman that you think's high value. Right. And you're going, you're doing what? You're climbing the corporate ladder? Yes, sir. And you think she can help you do what? Build what? Like some of my dreams. What is, is that? Inside? Like in in in, in, in that, a sense of is that in inside of corporate America or outside? Or like uh, starting my own business and like working for me. Her jobs do not help you build your dreams. Your job is to build your dream. She's supposed to nest. Sound like you're looking for a partner. Nah, it's not what I want. That's what you described. You described that you're in one location, she's in another, and she can help you build your dreams. Okay. In a sense of, you know, it's just an added bonus. When do men go? When do when do you see men who are building anything go? Typically, ask women for their assistance. I don't. So, what are you talking about? Can you? Why can't you build your dream? Why can't you build your dream? That's the that's the idea. No, 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 no. I'm just going with what you told me, sir. Right. And what what city or state is she in? 
Uh, she's in uh, Tennessee. And what city or state are you in? Uh, Southwest Florida. How did you guys run across one another? We met uh, at a trip. I went to a trip to the city. How long ago? Uh, about five, six months ago. You're in Florida. She's in Tennessee. There are no women closer? The thing is, it's um, I wasn't necessarily looking for a woman. The idea was to stay focused, keep grinding, and then... Your issue, like, you man, your, your, your issue, man, is... When I hear men talk about a woman building dreams, you're not ready to lead a woman. I've been there. This is, this is going to fail. You're not supposed to. That's why I said, where do you see men building anything and they go ask women for help, even if the women can build? It's not their job. You should be able to build it on your own. And if you're building it on your own, do you have time for her? Do you have a job? No, no, not time. Do you have a job for her? Can you retire her to come leave her full-time job to work part-time for you? No, because you're still working in corporate America. You're talking about building your dream outside of something you don't already have. How many times have you been promoted in your career? Uh, I'd say two times. What's your title? I'm an advanced applications analyst right now. Do you have any direct report employees? No. I'm at what the is, point where... What is, your, what is your manager's title? My manager's title is uh, system director. How many direct report employees does he have? Uh, it's just us. It's just you and well, him? There's a one. There's a one uh, supervisor position, and then there's us. Us meaning who? The team members of the team. Okay. How many direct reports does your manager have? Uh, three. Okay. How old is your manager? Uh, probably say a little over forty. How long, how long has he been with the company? Uh, about three years. Did he get hired in at this position? No, he was with the, the company already. Okay. So, yeah, I've been with- so you're supposed to be taking... Look, starting, been- your own, starting your own business is always complicated because if you don't ever have any employees that you actually hire and are responsible for, you're a producer. It means you have right. no management experience. Right. And, and until you really have management experience, it's hard to run a business. Understood. And that was the idea for my next step, which would be to get into a manager position. But you got to get into a manager position. Then you, uh, take your manager's job? No, not, not his job. That, that would be the idea would be to go to a different city or I'd have the flexibility or the option to go to a different city. Is, I've company, been with the you, is the company grooming you for that? Uh, yes. Like in where I've been at. In what time frame? Not at my current company, they're not. 
Okay. I said, is a. I said, is the company you're working for grooming you for that? You said yes. I misunderstood. The company you're working for is not grooming you for the next step. No. So in order to get to management, you have to go to another company to hire in as a manager. Right. Why would they do that? Now would they not just promote somebody like your company promoted your manager? Where there's companies uh, out there that's uh, that has open positions meaning, for a manager. Meaning they would be taking an individual contributor with no management experience and taking that's the companies that do that tend to be taking a risk. You're unproven. I know how it works, but I'm just trying to get you to understand. Your manager is 40 some odd years old and has three employees reported to him. You're, you're 10 years younger. He got promoted up. There's nowhere for you to go. The only way for you to move up is to leave. But then any company that would hire you in as a manager with no management experience is somebody that I'm kind of looking side eyed at. What are you doing to improve your skill sets to become a potential manager? Uh, each year I take uh, courses, certifications to better myself. Certifications in my value. What? I uh, got my project management certification last year. Manager, manager, project manager certification does what with personnel? It teaches you how to work with a team. A, work with a team. It doesn't teach you how to team, run a team. I understand what project manager is. See, in order to move to the next level, you're going to already have to have the skill to manage people because that's the most, that's the trickiest thing you can do in, in a company. People are used to being producers, but to get to the next level, especially when companies aren't, your company is not saying, hey, we're going to send you to school, leadership training and this other kind of stuff. You're doing it on your own and you're doing stuff that everybody else is doing. That's not personnel focused. And here's the, here's the, here's the, here's the punchline. You're going to need all that to go start your own business because you're going to have to do the job. You're going to have to manage your personnel and the client. This is why most people stay working for themselves. I mean, working for corporate America because it's not as easy to transition out and no woman's going to come along and bring all this to you. You got a lot of work to do. Companies aren't investing, aren't, aren't grooming people like they used to for the next step without people directly asking to be groomed for the next step. Have you gone to your manager's manager or your manager and say, I want to be groomed for your job? I have, yep. And what did your, who did you speak to, your manager or his manager? My, my direct manager, yes. And what did he tell you? Uh, he's aware of the situation. He's actually referred me to uh, other postings of uh, places with different positions and I actually other, have. Other, uh, other companies? Yeah. But he hasn't started teaching you his job. He has, he has. He's very, he's very transparent. Uh, okay. He shows us the ropes. Okay, well, okay, I got I to run. But anyway, bottom line is you're not ready to start your own business and damn sure I don't need a woman to help you build this. You got some other stuff to do. And I'm working towards it. Thank you. Okay, have a good day. You too. All right, bye-bye. Guys, a lot of times we just want to kind of jumpstart and move on to the next level. Uh, go ahead. How's it going, Mr. Samuels? Um, well, how old are you? Uh, 27. All right, what's your question? Uh, can I not be on camera online? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so I have a question. Um, what happens, what, what would you do if you're in a situation where, uh, you know, you find a woman and 
you know, I, I, I unfortunately started when I was, uh, dated her when I was 19. Um, but so we had ended up having a kid and, uh, then after the kid, I real I found out that she was cheating, uh, you know, um, Get to the punchline, man. Come on. And, and, and so basically it, it, it's like, I, I, I have a lot of potential. Um, you got, a, you got a what? A lot of potential. What would you do with what? What's the question? Um, basically what, what would you do in your situation? Like, you know, if you got trapped, I don't know. Like, man. You know, I don't know. What would I do with a, I, I, I had a baby with a woman and I got potential. What would you do? I don't know. Yeah. But like, you know, you, your life, no, I don't, like, I know, you no, always, I don't, no, I don't. Why are you having babies? Yeah. Well, you, I thought she was the, the, the one, you no, know, she the, wasn't, the, no, the, she wasn't your wife. That's what she wasn't. Yeah. You're right. How old is she? Uh, same age, a little older, a couple months. Mm-hmm. And why isn't she your wife? Uh, honestly, uh, she, she always said that her family never believed in it. So I told her, I was like, all right, well, when you're ready, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Red flags. She had your baby. She could be a mama, but she can't be a wife. Well, it's just the way that she was raised that she, her parents had a bad divorce. So she's like, her and her dad always repeated that, but now she's open to it. And you believe Um, this week shall shit. I'm sorry. And you believe this week saw shit? Uh, stop. I, I mean, stop, stop, not, stop, 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 dude. You should have made no baby because you can't lead a woman. Exactly. So I, I guess no. that kind of answers my question. Yeah, I mean, because she, she got your balls in her purse, man. You got she gave her a baby, and she don't even want to be your wife. What's the question? Why are you even with this woman? Uh, I mean, now she's 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 the the. Molded right, you know, she she Molded does right everything. for what? She doesn't want to follow you. No, oh no, she definitely does. Definitely does. Oh uh, shit. Yeah, okay. Thank she, you. She bro. Look in the comment. Look at look at Nate. No, she doesn't. Okay. She doesn't follow you. The woman yeah. doesn't want to follow you down the aisle now in your last name, and she telling you because my mom and daddy didn't raise me or whatever. She no, she says you. she oh, she, okay. she says okay. she's my, when did she my, get, my wife now. She she asks me every day. And I and it's it's just on me now. To, oh, she asked you every day to marry her. Yeah, no, no, no. For, for like, hey, like I'm ready to take your last name. I want it to be. I want to be a Herrera. Or damn, sorry. I want to be. Uh, you know, I want to be. What the don't do. So even if you were lying, you either were either. Okay, I asked you why she didn't marry you. You said because of her family. Does she want to marry you? Yes. Do you want to marry her? I don't know if that. If this is like. Get off, my, get, get off my shit, man. Fucking got babies, ain't leading you. This is, this is nuts. Ferrera. Get your shit together, man. You made a family. You know what? Let me, let me know. I'm going to finish this. I'm going to finish this. Because we need to do this. Because we people think this is just black men doing this. Unmute yourself. You need to go finish the family you started, man. All right. Thank you. That, that's, Be- yeah. Because... What else you gonna do? Get out here and go. Look, no, I, I, I watch the show. I, I, I see what I know what you, you mean. You got a kid. You got a kid. You got a woman. And honestly, you kind of seem like you're a lazy dater, as I would put it. A lot of guys, because when I've asked you questions, what I'm hearing is she'll do. Because the woman is not actively following you. 
Sound like she's kind of either giving up or realize she can't. She got your kids. She ain't gonna get hired. So both of y'all just need to get the fuck out and go on live your your life because she, you don't want that would be the best bet. Honestly. Okay. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. When if a, if a woman has your baby, and don't want to follow you down the wedding down the aisle. She ain't following you. Go ahead and mute yourself. Hey, Nate, how are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm good. How old are you? I'm 20. Yeah, even you were shaking your hands like, nah, she ain't following you, dude. <laughs> What's your question? All right, so you stated that we shouldn't get married till we at least 30 and in the top 10%, and also not to entertain hyenas, like, so to speak. So in that regard, I, yeah. Yeah. So in that regard, how should we move in our 20s since, you know, I am attracted to feminine women, and I'm not trying to be celibate either. Uh, I covered that in video on Monday. Okay. Uh, 18 to 29. This is in your 20s. You want to end up with no sexually transmitted disease, no kids. Spend about your spend seven percent of your time dealing with women and dating, hooking up, transactions. But you're not in a position to be able to really have any leverage over a woman for the things that women value these days: money, power, status, influence. So you can you can attract. Uh, you're, you're you're still in college though, right? Yes, sir. I go to that's, UGA. That, that's I mean, a different. Yeah, I see. The, but, but that's a different world. You, the world is going to change after you graduate, and you won't yeah. have that campus and all that other kind of stuff. And the women that you could deal with right now, three years from now, probably ain't gonna have time for you because they're gonna get introduced off the college campus to a hypergamous world. And the and the and go check the video out I did on Monday. Uh, I said you shouldn't. I said I wouldn't. I don't say you shouldn't. I said I wouldn't. You were considering marriage till about 35. I started deciding what I wanted at 30 if I wanted kids or not. And that's based upon where we are today. Okay? Okay. Yeah, okay, take it easy. Are right, you too? Yeah, but yeah, I'm not saying live life like a monk. Smash. Hulk smash. Do what y'all do. Okay, bringing all these folks in here. Jesus Christ. All these folks just jumped in. Whoa. Okay. Um, let me give a little bit of generalized advice. Gentlemen, I would suggest guys take an interpersonal communication course. And because communication today has become so text uh, shortened and truncated, many guys today lack the skill of being able to express yourself in a coherent thought. So when many of you guys start talking, you just talk in a stream of consciousness. Learning how to be concise and direct is a skill set. Um, let me do this right now. How many, anybody in the, anybody in the chat room Let's do this. Anybody in the chat room? Anybody have a pressing question, a conflict, or a concern? Uh, if you have a pressing conflict or a concern, raise your hand. You must. I mean, you got to raise your hand on the on the. Got to hit the raise your hand button. And I must see you. If I don't see you, I'm not even going to acknowledge you. Okay, 
charisma. I see these people. If your if your hand is right, okay. I don't see you. So if you're not on camera, I'm just gonna bounce you. Go ahead, Travis. Hey, how's it going, Kev? I'm. Uh, how old are you? Twenty-eight. All right. Uh, what's your issue? Well, I don't really have an issue. I agree with ninety-nine point nine percent of everything you say. This had okay. more so a question. Okay. Uh, question is like, uh, I know you say uh, for most men in their twenties, uh, and the the most the best thing not to do is to get married at that young age. But for someone who's possibly made themselves into a Henry at that age and has a suitable woman, would do you would you suggest that that person to go ahead with marriage? Is that you? She, yes, sir. I would. I would believe no, so. I mean, I mean, uh, uh, depends on her mindset. For sure. And this is a woman that's married. Well, well hold well. on. You're, you're, okay, confirmation well, sure. bias. Confirmation bias. You believe that. But yes. you got to look at her mindset, look at her mother, look at her family, because the issue is you may have money, but you're still not, you still are young. You're not wise enough at this point. And I don't, I don't, I didn't say it because I like it, but I don't like the fact that guys between 18 and 30 really aren't taken seriously. I mean, you can risk it, but I'm telling you that the odds are stacked against you unless unless she's going to marry you and she's going to stay married because of a strong religious conviction or something else. It's a risk. I'm not saying don't take it. But do you have any children with this woman? No, I have any children. Neither of us have children. How long have you been with her? Uh, we dated in high school. Uh, a few years after high school, separated for about four or five years. and Why did you separate? Recently- uh, just she went off to college and I didn't I've never been going to college. I kind of mm-hmm. just took the route of uh, going straight into the work field after high school. So she got a she got a degree? Yes. And you and you're and you have a high school diploma? Yes, sir. What's her degree in? It's um it's in music. And what do you do for a living? Me, I'm a CMA, a certified medical assistant, and as well a qualified medical ace person. I used to, I was a chef for about eight and years. What, and what does she so do for a living? She uh, works for Aflac. She does insurance work. Uh, so, okay. Well, I don't know, man. It's a risk. I understand that. I appreciate your honesty. Bye bye. It's a risk. Uh, who is this? What is this? Okay. Oh Lord have mercy. Hi, Kevin. Hi. This is Men's Week. What's going on? I know, and I got—I didn't get that memo until about five minutes ago. But are you still willing to hear my problem? Uh, depends on what it is. How quick? It actually might help men, possibly. Nope. How old are you? I'm 26. You got 15 seconds. Go. Okay. Um. So I—I've been dating a guy. I told him up front. I wanted something serious. I wanted to start a family soon, probably within the next year. He seemed to be wanting the same thing, and we've just been casually dating. I guess my question is, how do I make it more serious than it is? You can't. You can't. Okay. And the thing is, how do you? 26. And you want to be married? I want to be married. I'm ready are you a wife? Um, I'm trying to be. Nope. 
if you're not a wife. So again, a lot of you ladies want men to marry you when you're not wives. Wives don't date men like you're describing. Wives only got date guys who are declarative wanting to be husbands and moving in a way like that. So that's why I let you ask the question. You're not a wife. He's not a husband. You're trying to make a square peg fit in a round hole because you like the way he makes you tingle. Train wreck rating to happen. Get off this ship. Okay. All right. Um, go ahead. Good. How old are you? I'm 23. Okay. What's the urgent conflict or concern? Uh, the urgent conflict, um, well, not really even our conflict, but uh, my question is, uh, when you're dating and just actively dating, uh, what are like some questions that you can ask, like on the first date, uh, that won't offend, you know what I'm saying? The woman or whatever. And then when you transition to that second date and just oh someone. Why do you care? I mean, just, you know what I'm saying? Just like, so I can. No, get- I do. I do. I do. Have you watched mm-hmm. my broadcast on Monday? What you should be doing between 18 and 29? Uh, I, I watched some of it. I didn't finish it. Why not? I, I, just time, just time. But I can go look at it. I'll take a look at it. You're 23. Did you go to college? Yes, I did. What's your degree in? Supply chain management. So you're broke. Yeah, right now. Okay, so why do you care? You women don't want broke dudes. Young right. broke dudes. So why do you care? If she, why do you care about if it's offensive or whatever? You ain't doing nothing. You're dating casually at your age. You can't afford a woman. You want to offend them. You want to get them. You want to get the women who are paying the ass away from you because all you can do is have fun. Okay. That's all you can afford to do is have fun. And like I said earlier this year, you can, we, then we as men got to stop caring about what women think all the damn time and trying to make them like us. Be yourself. And if she don't like you, offends her. You know? You, did you drive? Get in the fucking car and leave. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck really? this shit, I'm out. No thing. Yes. Yes. Why are we so? Why are we as black men so fucking timid around our women? Are they afraid? Are they? Are women afraid? Are, are, are women afraid to insult you or offend you? <laughs> no. Because they understand what their value is. This is why, as a young men, I suggest not even dating, seriously. Because you're going to try to make yourself, what can I say or do with that? You can't do shit. You're at the bottom of the sexual marketplace. You're at the bottom. Smash and run. Peace. And I said that in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a haphazard way, man, because I know what it is to be a young man and you're trying to, to become a man. But if you listen to what your godfather said on Monday, 18 to 29, in the two videos I posted up today, check yourself before checking a woman, three dudes, the dude with three kids by two different women. And then the one dude that was trying to, I said, stop trying to find your manhood through your dick. You just need to befriend women at this, at this phase because you can't entice them with what they want and you smash as you can. All the guys you guys listen to in these dating spaces are over 30 for the most part. So I don't envy you, but I would just, I would go into it like, fuck it. 
They ain't gonna like me no way. I might as well say what's on my mind. Ain't nothing I can say. Even if I did say something to make you like me, I can't afford this shit. I got $70 to spare this month. That ain't shit. Am I lying? I got $70. That ain't shit. So, unless you fuck with this uh, hot pocket and this Kool-Aid, unless you're good with this uh, Miss Butterworth's popcorn and this Netflix and chill, I can fuck around and make some ramen and cut some weenies up in it. I mean, I mean, fuck, I'm broke. I've been broke, guys. I've been broke. 10-pound bag of fryers. You get sick of eating that fucking chicken with all the fat on it. You're cutting that extraneous-ass fat off them, you know, steroid-injected-ass chickens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, nigga. You can't, I mean. And the women who fuck with you at this age, hell, they broke too. All right, JD, go ahead. Enjoy your time, though, but stop trying to make it real. It's kind of like going on a, it's kind of like trying to go to the dealership and look around on the car lot and you know you ain't got no money. But when you got paper, finally get money and go have money to go buy a car, it's a different experience. JD, what's up? What's going on, Kevin? Thanks I'm for having me. To, hey, just trying I, I to drop some, a little knowledge. I, I like it. I like it. I, I really appreciate it. Hey, I wrote some notes because I know your time's important. We want to get through it. So I'm divorced. Okay. Um, I have a son, I have a kid. Right. Uh, I have two sex, two successful businesses. Um, dating now with a younger woman. Uh, she wants to get serious. I never want to get married again. Um, and so she's giving me an ultimatum and I really don't have time to kind of go back into the dating market marketplace. And I like her, I dig her. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have time to get back in the dating marketplace. So, uh, I want, but I do want to have readily available companionship because I'm too yeah. busy. Um, so how, how do you? I, so how what, how do you? I navigate this? What do you suggest? How are you? 43. Gotta let her go. Gotta let her go. Brother, uh, I don't know if, if you believe in karma, but dude, she's a younger woman and she wants what she wants and you know, you're not going to give it to her. You gotta let her go. If you care about her, you gotta let her go. So I have a question. This is mm -hmm. kind of common for me. Like when I date, I because I date younger women, um, they all kind of eventually get to this place where they want something serious, and I, I'm just I tell them I'm probably, something like, I never serious wanna... or kids. Um, some kids, uh, and but all something serious as far as like you know marriage. Okay, well, and all women want security unless right. they are as they should. You're 43 insecure. I mean, do you want to go back to being what we just talked to? Meaning? The young guy I just talked to you. You want to go back to being 23 and broke? Oh, hell no. Never. All That's right, never going to so happen. They're doing what they should do. If you're going to deal with younger women, all right, you don't want to get married again. Never. Then get, then hire, then get a sugar baby. That's mm. what I do. That's what I've done. Get a sugar baby. Hire her ass. You got damn right. Uh, here's, how, much, how long you been with this woman? About two years. Two years. How often do y'all go out? Often. Probably maybe a uh, couple times a week. The most, because I really don't have a lot of time, right? Dinner? Yes. Two years? Holiday gifts? Birthday gifts? <laughs> yes. 
two years, 52 weeks, 104 weeks. Fair to say you probably spent in excess of $10,000 on this woman. Easily. All right. Should have hired a fucking sugar baby. Because when she leaves, when the contract is up, you want temporary, you want contract temporary employees and you're in the full employment market. You got to get concerned about your karma because you took two years out of that girl, out of that woman's life. Knowing you already got your sons, your divorce, and your businesses. That's wrong. Wrong is wrong is wrong. And you know it's wrong. Well, I will say this. The conversation. Maybe you did not say it, 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 it gradually got do. into that. Yeah, now, now I do. Yes, you do. Right. If you don't, I don't begrudge you from not wanting to deal with women your age. They're fucking pain in the ass. Absolutely. If you're going to deal with a younger woman, put her ass on the payroll. Because let's just do it my way. Thanos snap. Thanos snap. Here we go. You, de- you deal with a 26 year old woman. She's your sugar baby. You're paying her. $1,500 a month. You give her a nine-month uh, nine contract. Hey, $2,000 a month. $2,000 a month, you give her... How many times do you want to see her? Weekly? Yeah, maybe you could put her on a part-time basis. Maybe $1,000 a month, you give her a year contract. She's there for you when you want to go out, sexually active, whatever, whatever. Twelve grand. After it's over, she leaves. Right. She knows what's, and she signs off on it up front. She knows what she's getting. And you got to know because now you got broken heart to deal with. Yeah. And, and honestly, real talk, if the world were a just place, you'd have a brother, a father, and some dudes to deal with too. <laughs> yeah. And we and them dudes should come by and put them things on you. <laughs> Cause you know if this was your daughter and she was messing with a dude in your situation, you'd be looking at her like, hey man, I didn't raise my daughter for you to jump up and down on her like a trampoline for two years and not put a ring on her finger. What you doing, dude? What's right. going on, partner? Right. That's what I'm saying. I don't I, look, man, we're the only group of men that think I would rather do it that way, especially in the social media. Pay out, pay no, out. That's, that's pay good out. advice. I'm, I'm, yeah, and the other part is, you know, dating other younger women. Like, you know, when you piss them off, like you said. I mean, I have a lot to lose. So, but if you um, pay, but but if she's on, if she's a contract, if she's a ten ninety nine girlfriend, right? The contract was for ten thousand dollars. I we. If you ever, you know how contract employees are, you got a budget for them, right? Personal assistant, whatever. That's I had it. a budget for that. We've spent the budget. That's it. A woman is a budget and a bill. A wife is different. She may cost you millions. She should make you millions more to where she justifies her costs. But a girlfriend is just a straight cost. Right. And you got to be willing to pay that. And then went to Richard Gere, pretty woman, Julia Roberts, $3,000 for the weekend. She says, $3,000, I'm going to make you, I'm going to treat you so good. When the Sunday comes, you ain't going to want me to leave. Richard Gere turned her hair and said, the most gangster shit ever. $3,000 for the weekend. And on Sunday, you will leave. If the world was right, the movie would have ended like that instead of his ass driving up in a limo with, with chocolates and flowers marrying a whore. 
Come on, man. Sugar baby, man, trust me. Trust your godfather on this. It sounds awkward, but you I don't even I don't even know where to where do I where do I start? Where do I find that? Go to seekingarrangers.com. Hey, thank you. All right. I Y'all better start hiring sugar babies. Sugar babies are better than uh you don't want it, especially if you got something to lose, fellas. Yeah, you better understand something. Y'all better start on you better understand something. Sugar babies and shit like that are better than these. I was dating, I went out with uh DJ and you know, we he did this and did that. Next thing you know, I, he didn't want to take it serious. Next thing you know, on TikTok. Instagram, she's showing your text messages and all kind of shit. She, oh man, please, no. This is why I tell you, executives. This is why executives have their wife, their their mistress, and then their Tuesday girl. This is why, like in the Sopranos or in the old school mafia movies, where they they had their wives and their gumars, okay, and everybody knows their roles, gentlemen. You got to deal with women in a transparent, upfront way. So here's the here's the real problem. We think women are like us. We think if we tell women the truth, they won't want to fuck with us. If I tell her I'm just trying to have a, a some fun, bust a few nuts, and uh, move on, and but I'm gonna tell you right now, the first time I ever took my homegirl's advice and she told me to just be straight up honest with a woman and tell her my desires, and I. And I and I just rolled the dice because I was like, I'm already losing. I'm like, well, look, I don't have, a, I don't have no money. I don't have no rap. I'm just trying to get laid. When that girl said, okay. Thank you, Tawana. Could have knocked me over with, I was like, what? Okay. And I learned one of the most important things any young salesperson can learn. Shut up. Do not talk past the clothes. I shut up. She started taking off her shirt. I was like, what? You know what? Let me show you something that popped out. Let me show you something that popped up. Glenn and Maggie, Gwen and Maggie have sex. There's a video, I don't wanna play it. The Walking Dead, season two, episode four, Cherokee Road. The character Glenn and Maggie are on a run and they go to a pharmacy and Glenn is in there getting some supplies or whatever, and he picks up some condoms, and Maggie is turned around and looked at him like, condoms? What do you need condoms for? Then an apocalypse, he's like, well, you just, you never know. He's like, he's like, what do you need condoms for, Glenn? He's like, well, you know, he's like, he's, he said, he picked up condoms, he's like, you're pretty presumptive, aren't you? He's like, what? I just got them. He's like, what do you need condoms for? We got a, uh, an apocalypse. Well, you just never know. She's like, oh, you saying you wouldn't have sex with me? He's like, well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'd have sex. And she's like, well, I'll have sex with you. That's what she said to him. I'll have sex with you. He's like, what? He's like, the world went to shit. There are not many options right now. I'll have sex with you. 
I resonated with that scene so much because that shit happened to me. Except I initiated. And I'm telling you, when she said, okay, I thought she was punking me. I, I was like, Am I, 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 today I could have asked her, are you trolling me? Are, are you trolling me? No. We had a summer fling. We hooked up several times a week for the summer. Then she went back. She's in Oklahoma City. She went back to Tulsa. <sighs> wow. And I'm like, I would have spent so much time trying to simp and, hey, play some baby face and some prints and, hey, how you doing? Uh, I, you like Kool-Aid? I, I don't have no money for no real ice cream. Like the, the popsicle man coming through, the, the ice cream man, I ain't got no money. But what I did is I took some Kool-Aid and I put it in the ice cube, in the ice trays, and I froze the Kool-Aid and put saran wrap over it, and I stuck toothpicks in them, and I made you these, I made you these Kool-Aid pops. Because, you know, I care about you, girl. Anybody can spend a dollar and get you a popsicle or a fudge or a bomb pop or a fudgicle. These Kool-Aid pops, you don't like Kool-Aid pops? Well, I'm just trying to use the Kool-Aid pops to get in your panties because I don't have no money to get fudgicles or Stars and Stripes bar or a bomb pop. So this don't work? You don't like Kool-Aid pops? Okay. Well, we studied Shakespeare. Uh, let's see. A rose by any other name would smell as well. You don't like poetry? Oh, okay. Yeah. They said this is romantic poetry, but it really don't make a lot of sense. I mean, the words don't even rhyme. So you don't like the Kool-Aid pops. You don't like the romantic poetry. Hmm. I, I think I thought something called a Spanish fly, but it was in the back of a mad magazine. So I'm not sure. It came where the sea monkeys come from, too. So that might be dangerous, though. So wait a minute. Okay. Um, can I touch on the inside of your leg right here? Can I just rub back in? Somebody told me if you rub a woman right there, she'll get excited and she'll, I can't just touch you. So no Kool-Aid pops. No Shakespeare romantic poetry. No unsafe mad magazine uh, Spanish fly and no you know clubhouse ways to trick a woman in well shit I don't have no rap I don't have no game I'm just trying to get laid I'm out of tricks that's really what it was I could have went through all that shit but I just jumped right to the end just getting late okay Still amazes me to this day. When I when I realized is like she told me, my, my cousin told me, he's like, we like sex too. Sex isn't something you do to us. We like it too. I was like, but I was raised to think it's something we did to you. No, no. She's like, we like it too. I'm like, well, thanks, cuz. She put me up on game. I mean, yeah, man. I'm seriously. Be straight up with women. More often than not. Especially when you broke. When you broke, got no rap, no Mac, the best that you can give them is the truth. You might just get laid just because you had the balls, just to just be honest. 
It's called pity pussy. I've had pity pussy. I came. Mm. <laughs> had a little pity pussy here and there. I didn't really care. It was pity pussy. <laughs> Nah, really didn't. So all this genuine desire and lust feels. Sex wasn't like that when it was coming up. Pity pussy. Got blue balls. You can't leave me like this. I'm going to be sterile if I got to get my erections too much. Come on. Come on. Come on. Pity pussy. You motherfuckers never had to screw. I'm sorry. Y'all, y'all. Get... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh my god oh. <laughs> holy shit look at that rabid hyena just ripping this guy's nuts off uh, you, <laughs> what do, you you mean old ladies you are nothing but a dirty stinking low down hyena <laughs> and then big Shirley come along talking shit Shirley you can't be serious I am serious and don't call me Shirley <laughs> All right, guys, that's good. That's great. But as usual, this has been another Godfather production. This is a certified hood classic. Till the next time, peace. I am gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.